My name is Hannah. I am also Hannah. And this is Hannah, you're yelling. Just uh, get on up there and, and feel the mucus in your badge and determine whether or not you're fertile. One orally, one vaginally. I'm living, bitches. Like, I <laughs> can feel things again. I'm not yeah. kidding. Welcome back, ladies of the night. Hello, queens. <laughs> um, it's a Tuesday afternoon for us, right. and... We're happy to be here. We're more ladies of the morning. I would ladies say. of the morning, you could say. Hannah's wearing um, her painting shirt. She's yeah. I just went to Goodwill and I bought a bunch of painting shirts because I am a I'm a, a painter, painter now. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, a painter, painter now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I painted one abstract painting that I completely <laughs> stole off of Pinterest, and I call myself a painter. <laughs> I just want to know if like any artist actually makes their own fucking art, though. Like, no, not a how, chance. I've also, never made art that has not been directly inspired by other art absolutely so directly seriously like art is beautiful if you just get a big ass canvas like just buy the big ass canvas and and michael's is having a two-for-one deal right now so you buy the big ass canvas and you get one free so i bought like a 50 dollar canvas that's so bougie and i got a second one for free oh and so yeah now i'm on my painting shit then you can do something symmetrical too Exactly. The you living room? On both Art bedside the living table. Room? Bedside table. Literally. There? Yeah. Period. So I, I went to Goodwill and I was so sexually harassed there. It was actually oh my fucking God, what happened? terrible. It was two separate incidents by two separate men. One was like an actual employee and he came up and was like asking me how I was. He just would not stop staring at my boobs and like I was oh just like so uncomfortable. And then the second guy came up and did the whole like look you up and down. He had a mohawk and like razor glasses on. Like the ones that are what? like huge. Yeah, he like looked me up and down and asked me how I was doing and just the whole nine yards, you know, like right. Stop like, looking at the Yiddies. Uncomfortable. And Nathan was literally right there. And I'm like, Nathan, let's go. We gotta get out of here. We gotta go. Yeah, so that was my morning. What about you? Um, Anything crazy? Yeah, nothing crazy. Got nothing called crazy. off work, which I was literally texting them because I was about to call into work. Beautiful. And then they called me. And they were stars. There's that actually aligned. I need to come in. So I'm about to go to Rhode Island tomorrow. We're going on a little trip for Colton's work. The wives are coming. So Hell yeah. Coastal grandma. Let's yes. get it. Um, we're gonna go on a little sailboat. We're gonna have a clam bake. I'm worried about the oh clam aspect of the clam bake. Oh well, it's all about the vibes. It doesn't matter what right, it tastes like. Right, I think. Right. I think. I think I could be good with the the corn. I and can't potatoes. wait for the photos. Yes, I'm excited. So so excited. It'll be fun. A little couple's night away for work, but beautiful. At least I get to come along. What are we talking yeah. about today? Today we are going to revisit birth control, ladies. A lot <gasps> has been happening in the world, and I think it's time that we rehash it out yeah we also have our own personal experiences that have been updated so yeah yeah. off the pill (laughs) uh some of us are off the pill (laughs) um some of us have not been agreeing with our hormones recently (laughs) yeah you guys know the drill um but yeah we're gonna we're discussing everything quote-unquote non-hormonal because we did talk a lot about the hormonal stuff in our previous series so we have the Hannah goes to the gyno 
That was about kind of our personal experience. You guys should listen to that. Hannah finds the fallopian tube. That was super in-depth birth control and the body. And then we did Hannah and her sex kitten, and that was kind of birth control and how it affects the brain. So if you haven't listened to those, super highly recommend because this is kind of the, the uh, not the prequel. Those the are the launching prequel. point, you could say. That was the launching point. So right. here we are. Yeah, so we're bringing it up again, especially with everything going on politically. Obviously, there's a, a, a highly increased need for women and men. Let's mm. let's have them on the train to find solutions long term uh, if we want to remain child free and uh, hormone free. So yeah, non hormonal girlies. Today we're going to be talking about many things. I'd like to start with Fexi because I think it is the rage, and not I all in a good heard way. About this. Oh, okay. Have you not seen the ads that are? Um, who do they have in them? It's Annie Murphy. It's like the welcome to my vagina ads. Let me just, let me play this for you. Welcome to my vagina. In here, I make the rules. Rule number one, keep it real, hun. And that means no hormones. Because hormones just weren't right for me. She's like in her, in her vagina palace. And it's like all decorated. It's this like pink room and it's all decorated. And she's like, advertising for Fexi and saying that it's hormonal free and this is like her vagina her world they use the word vagina a lot which honestly great love yeah but um (laughs) no I've never seen that I've never heard of it yeah so what it is is it's basically like kind of similar to spermicide but it's completely non-hormonal and it's just um bioadhesive gel that works by maintaining an acidic vaginal ph to decrease the sperm motility. So it's like lactic acid and other shit, which the only problem being is that it like hurts men and women. (laughs) That was my first question is because they don't even let you use fucking bar soap down there. Right, And then they're going to put up lactic acid up the Exactly. So it kind of looks like a a tampon, just like a little thing that you squeeze up there. And you're supposed to put it in an hour before sex, which... I mean, how chance. can you plan Not for that? Not a chance. <laughs> and then it's also only good for one act of intercourse. It's only good for one hour. So then mm. if you wanted to do round two, then you would, but then you're like, there's too much gel in there, which is a lot of what users have reviewed. I guess there's some people going there's- round after round after round, not really suited for that kind of lifestyle. I the wonder if it helps with, being dry like if it would help with like right. a lubricant aspect that's what some people say is that it's kind of like similar to that but also if there was any level of pain yeah before sex like that just would immediately turn me off like I don't want to be stinging I just feel like it's kind of a buzzkill to have to like shove a tube of neosporin up your Absolutely. before you like do the act I don't know. Especially when you're having to be like, we are 60 minutes from sex trying to put up my my And then you have a 60-minute timer, and it's only 86% effective at preventing pregnancy. Yeah, exactly. So that's the qualms, is that the marketing for it is like really, really good, and it sounds like the absolute perfect solution, but it's only 86% effective at preventing pregnancy with typical use. So like, it's more effective than 
spermicides and condoms, but it's less effective than literally everything else. And it's only barely more effective than condoms. Wait, that is so many qualms. Also, back to that thing about condoms. How effective are condoms? I want to say it's like... It must be in the early 80s. Shut the fuck up. I'm Googling that. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me you're like, "Uh uh-oh. Condom. I guess we know what birth control Hannah's been using recently. (laughs) Yeah. 98% effective. Is that with like perfect use or typical use though? Because that's the other thing is there's all these different like. What does that? Oh, typical use 85%. Okay, so yeah, this is just 1% more than that. What the fuck does that mean? It's like the way that most people use condoms. Yeah, but like actually logistically, what? They put it on wrong? They maybe use it or twice? They, they only put it they... on halfway through. I mean, I'm sure there's like oh, a, a lot yeah. of different like markers for that. So so interesting. Okay, sorry. Anyways. Keep with, going. With Fexi, obviously the marketing is very genius. They've got Annie Murphy. They've got the Welcome to My Vagina ads. They've got lots of things going for them. But the other issue is, is that So imagine you're in like a fucking clinical trial, right? It's only a seven month clinical trial. It's not even a whole year. And this is like what, how the FDA approved it. Seven month clinical trial out of just over a thousand people, a hundred and one of them got pregnant. A hundred and one. You're kidding. They probably did it for extra cash and now they have a baby. A baby, a child. Yeah. So fuck that. As I was researching it, like I was just basically looking a lot over Reddit and like the internet, but someone on Reddit was saying that there's so many of these kinds of birth control that are like off the market, like they're not FDA approved and you can just buy them, like stuff that you put up there basically. And there's this one called Smart Women's Choice, which I just think is so funny. And I went on their website and these were the instructions. <laughs> it says to scoop out an amount equivalent to the size of a salted peanut with your middle finger and insert into your vagina after foreplay is finished and immediately before your partner is ready to penetrate you. Takes no more than three seconds, not a mood breaker. Some customers told us that using a lubricant when they start the lovemaking makes them feel quite comfortable. Are they trying to be funny? Why like, not this is an unsalted peanut? Why why does it even have to specify? We could just say peanut. Why? Or like why use peanut? Why? <laughs> you could say a pea-sized amount or the size of a dime. The su- an unsalted peanut? That they're like, yeah, not a mood killer, but peanut is. Don't right, say right. peanut. Please don't That's say a- peanut. Dude, what the fuck? I yeah. There's so much wrong with the birth control tro tro. There's so much wrong with the birth <laughs> control world out there. There really like, is. Legitimately, there really it's. Is. Also, I just looked up Annie Murphy, and she's so fucking amazing. Right. So yeah, yeah they really have the marketing down, but they really do. That and I guess sound like, like it's a, a it's a big stock issue thing because they're like. They're, I don't know. I just saw a bunch of articles about how they're kind of fudging the numbers on like all these websites and how they paid to like have people say good things about it when like really all over like 
Reddit and people's actual stories, even on like the reviews on WebMD, like it's littered with people saying that they got pregnant with it after like one use, two use, three uses. Like so many people that just are like, and this that to work me is so frustrating because it's like, it's okay. When we talk about birth control, like it's not a matter of if you get pregnant, it's when you get pregnant, if you use one of those birth controls. Right. So it's like, it's not, it's not helpful. Like in yeah. at the actual root, it's not helpful because that doesn't mean that you're going to only have sex a few times. Like that's going to be your long-term use because you probably right. don't want to have kids for the next X amount of years. Like we're in that boat. And so it's right. like, no, I'm not going to use something that could end up getting me pregnant within a few years. Like I... It's so frustrating because it's like, we seriously can't do better than this. We right. can't do better than this. We we slap a celebrity on a fucking commercial. Literally. And that's our best. Mm-hmm. So I guess some people were saying that like it has been effective with like another form of birth control. So like if you use that and a well, condom, which like at that point, can you even feel anything? <laughs> at that point, I'm stinging and I have to use a condom. Right. Like what's the point? I don't know. Dude, what the fuck? That just brought my mood down. I know. I just got really excited about it because I had seen so many of the Annie Murphy commercials for it yeah. and like Instagram ads and everything. And I was like, this is so awesome because it's like an on-demand kind of thing. Like you only have to quote unquote use birth control like when you are are having sex and uh, all the other time you're like completely hormone free it is hormone free that is a pretty fantastic it sounds amazing yeah but it's just not that effective so use at your own risk queens yeah i'm thinking probably not for me yeah something that is for me is natural (laughs) family planning (laughs) no that's my segue into natural family planning catholic mucus method Okay. I'm going to hash out because we kind of touched on it in our other episodes of natural planning or family planning, which is like it can be used to get pregnant and it can be used to keep from being pregnant. Right. And it's I was like curious about it because I obviously grew up in the Catholic Church. And so I had a lot of people in my life who absolutely did not use birth control were not allowed to get on it even if like they had absolutely terrible periods and stuff and I felt like even when I got on birth control it was very like stigma like I didn't want to tell my friends or anything and so this is like always what I had heard about but what's even crazy so I'll just explain what it is basically it's like an umbrella term for certain methods used to both achieve and avoid contraception so that can be basically you're going off of the observation of like your naturally occurring signs and symptoms like of a fertile woman and so like one of those methods is the mucus method and you basically like just uh get on up there and and feel the mucus in your vag and determine whether or not you're fertile and And it changes depending on yeah and it's it's dependent on what part of your cycle it is and if you're ovulating it's a certain texture you could say and and whatnot and so (laughs) that's what you could use and you're doing like cervical mucus so that's one of the ways you could do it you could also chart it like based on like obviously your menstrual cycle and and this is something that women check every single day yes it's a daily thing you can't like skip because it could tell you I guess and then also there's kind of a more like updated version which is like checking your temperature you've probably seen it out there but like they'll have like it comes with a temperature gauge and then it yeah and it 
you do that daily and that's supposed to tell you, but it's based off of like very small micro changes in your temperature. And to me, I would just never trust this shit because yeah. I've been on hormones for so fucking long that like, I'm not a natural woman, baby. Like right. this ain't it. Like I don't <laughs> My know. My body's kind of messed up. Yeah. she's She doesn't know what she's doing. And so for me to like check my temperature, like not a chance that I would ever trust that. Yeah. Um, But as a whole... I'm not on birth control and I joke that natural family planning is kind of my solution as of right now. Fair. Which, I mean, I guess I'd kind of, we use condoms, so that is birth control, I guess. Yeah. Because that's, that's what's crazy. No, you're is, using a double method. You're I'm using, using a double both. method, baby. Yes. I need to stop saying baby. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's I like it. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't like it. <laughs> Anyways, um, but what's crazy is like reading up on natural family planning, like some Catholic churches like still do not believe in this. And it's because they think that literally it is God's plan. So like if you are horny and you have sex, like or like basically if you are horny, you should have sex. And if that turns into a pregnancy, it turns into a pregnancy. Like really even to avoid having sex on certain times of the month is going against God's plan, I guess. And like, that's not the universal thought, but like that Mm. is some Catholic belief is still going on. Also, like a lot of Catholics are fine with using birth control at this point. And a lot of them are fine with using condoms, but like the actual like Roman Catholic belief is that using contraception is intrinsically evil in itself, regardless of the consequences. So like no matter what, even like, using a condom is still considered not godly and whatnot so that's really interesting because it's kind of like you have to like come to your own terms with just your own beliefs and like be okay with it and I knew lots of people who were fine with using the pill growing up but I also knew a lot of people who were absolutely not okay with that um it's still followed by a lot of people and that's why they do the natural family planning but it is I know a lot of my friends actually that just have a background in the catholic church that do use natural family planning though because yeah, really? and like literally chart their whole cycle and like that is their method of contraception. Wow. Because the other thing that was I thought really interesting is that when they talk about like natural family planning, the only reason to like not be bringing children in to the world, it has to be like approved situations. And like some of yeah. those situations, it's like detrimental like family loss is like a reason why you right. can't bring a child into the world. Or not bring, like, you can't, but, like, a reason why they would, like, kind of approve you not to be having children. And then another one was, like, oh, it was, like, being super, super poor. Like, having, like, really big issues with money. And, like, those were, like, literally the only two things. And those, like, have to be approved by a priest for you to do natural family planning. So it's not, like... You just do natural family planning because you don't really feel like having a kid. It was like you do it because you just went through a tremendous loss in your family and you're having to go through something. And even then it might not be approved, which is just like fucking crazy. I just thought that it was really interesting and so enlightening because I had never heard of it. And then I knew of a few girls who like part of their preparing for marriage in the Catholic church was going to these classes together. And like the guy goes too. And it's just like you learned so much about your body and how your cycle is and how your function I don't know it seemed like so educational and so helpful to me and the fact that so many people literally swear which it probably is really good kind of cool because I mean I think what it is is like it could be super 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 effective if 
you are eating all the right foods and you right. are completely like non And your body is regulated already. Your body yeah. is regulated. Yeah. Which I just think a lot of yeah. people aren't. Like I think even just the food like that we have in America right. and shit like has a whole bunch of shit in it that can just affect you. And so it's like... I don't, I don't feel like I would ever be comfortable trusting yeah. it. Like, like in a perfect world, that would really, really work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it would be fucking amazing because you would literally never have to like fuck with your body. And I also think it's really cool that the man is a part of that discussion. Yeah. Like go Catholic yeah. church on that because I, that's never a thing. But it is interesting because it's like they never, you never learn about your bodies in the Catholic church until you are about to get married. And then you go in and you talk to like a priest right. about this. The only other thing, too, is that, like, obviously a lot of women struggle to take a pill every day, and that's, like, literally why there are so many other forms of birth control. But, like, imagine having to literally chart and check your cervical mucus. Your mucus. Yeah. Also, talk about, like, a buzzkill. Like, I absolutely do not want to be doing that every single day. Like, that does not make me feel sexy. Yeah. Sorry. But... That's a that's it's an option, an option for you girlies out um, there. If you're looking for a non-hormonal plan, it's checking the cervical mucus. mucus. Yeah. Um, the option that I am going to attempt to be going with, though, to get off of hormones, because I've been on hormones for the past four years, is the copper IUD. Very I'm excited about it. Um, I'm so proud of her. Thank you. (laughs) I just had my appointment yesterday and I have researched this obviously a ton on my own and like heard a lot of other women's stories about it. So I kind of know what I'm like getting into in a way. And so I go in for my appointment and it's a, a consultation, like you have to have a consultation and she comes in with all of these like IUD, um, what do you call them? Diagram? The, uh. Diorama. Uh, no, I, I, mm, <laughs> diorama. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, little models of all the different like IUDs. The one that she doesn't have is a copper IUD, and she's like, it's bigger than all awesome. of these. So we're going to have to dilate the awesome. fuck out of your um, cervix to get it up there. So she goes, I just need you to come in whenever we make your appointment. I need you to make it on the heaviest day of your period and come in when you're literally gushing blood. And I was like, ah only thing would be that I don't have a period on my birth control and she was like that's Mm -hmm. an issue so no worries we can either dilate your cervix ourselves by literally putting rods up like like dilate it manually with rods to make it like bigger and bigger but she said the issue is that a lot of times you still cannot get the IUD in there, especially if you've never had children before. So then... It's also extremely excruciating, oh, yeah, is it not? Yeah. And there's no... And there's no, no. anesthesia, she, of course. She told me to take two ibuprofen before the appointment. There it is. Yeah. Two ibuprofen. Two ibuprofen. That'll get you through. I was like, can I top it with some Tylenol or like... Can I have a shot? Do you, can, like, can I have a, like a actually? tramadol prescription? Like so. Anyways, so that's then, one option. Yeah, Second so option so is they could dilate your cervix manually. The other option is that you could take this medication called misopropol, which is the same medication that's used for a medical abortion. And so she was like trying to see if she could prescribe this to me, but because of the laws that were just passed concerning Roe v. Wade and like the trigger laws that went into effect in Texas she was like 
I'm just not sure if this is going to get the doctor in trouble. Like, I don't think the pharmacy is going to accept it. So she's like trying to go through all these loopholes, which to me was just like a light bulb moment of like, oh my gosh, like, you know, a lot of times like abortion medication is just used for literal healthcare. Like it's used, that's the same medication that they use for miscarriages. It's the same. And she was like, I have had it bounce back. I haven't been able to subscribe it. Which luckily I was able to get it. Like I think she was able to like talk to the pharmacy and like make sure that they knew it was for this appointment, for an ID, you know, whatever. Also, you're out here trying to not have right. to have an abortion. And they're like, oops, nope, can't exactly. take the meds. Like, exactly. Fucking crazy. So that was like very enlightening for me. So basically that's – I'm going to – um before my appointment, what I'm going to have to do is I'm, I have to take one orally, one vaginally, one orally awesome. the next day. Then I go in. Hopefully my cervix will be very dilated. And then they're going to measure it, then put the ID in. And that should be it. Also, you're going to have symptoms, right? Right. Like you're going to like have it's, contractions. Yeah, I mean, it's literally like going to feel like a little mini abortion. So I'm going to literally be contracting and my cervix will be opening. So I'm very excited for this that. This is fucking, like I'm can't even explain how proud I am of Hannah for this because like I could it never. It feels like a science like, experience Hearing the me, stories like, and I mean, shit. I, I'm not like excited for it, but... I just know that I need a no, long-term I think solution you're like that out bad. You're being a powerful woman. Whenever I went to talk about uh, options for birth control back when I had the bar and I was losing my damn mind, they told me about the copper IUD and the what's the other one called? Yeah, hormonal IUD. And they highly, highly recommended that I don't get the copper IUD and that they normally don't give it to people who haven't had yeah. children because your cervix isn't like right. big enough or whatever the fuck. And it's just crazy because like that is literally the only option. Yeah. The only fucking non-hormonal option that's effective and yeah. that lasts. And so it's like if it goes in and this fucking works, like this is so worth it. And like maybe you'll be able to convince right. me. Probably not, but, but maybe. But that's the only other thing is I feel like I am a good candidate because before I was on birth control, my periods were like light and manageable and only lasted for like two to three days. Yeah, Whereas, like, lucky bitch. I hate you. I know. <laughs> I, I'm literally so privileged. But, like, the copper ID, the other huge side effect is, like, a lot of cramping on your period and... It makes things worse. Yeah. And, and a lot heavier flow. So, like, you bleed a lot more. A lot of people become anemic on it because you're bleeding so much. Right. Honestly, like, I'm just going to take all the side effects as they come. And if I if they're too bad, then I'm going to have it taken out. It's not hard to get it taken out. Yeah. You could yeah. literally do it yourself. So you just reach in there, grab the strings, and yank that shit out. Like, I've oh watched their God. putting in videos. I've watched the removal videos. So if it's too bad, I'm just going to have to take it out. But I feel like I literally, like, this is the end. Like, this is yeah, the I only mean, long-term. Is. The, the only other option would be for me to be on hormonal birth control for at least the next 10 years of my life. At least. Yeah. I mean, m- even more, because even after I, if I decide to have children, I would still need to be on some form of birth control in between my children. Literally, that's the worst fucking part, is it's not until you have children. It's yeah. until you have a it's child until and then you have nine months where you're pregnant and you can't get pregnant. Yeah. It's Fuck literally that. until forever. So like this, yeah. I just feel like I have to try. No, you're right. So how the copper IED works is that the copper releases copper ions into the uterus and then the ions change the fluid in the fallopian tube to make them inhospitable to sperm. So basically it's just like 
a no-no zone for sperm. It doesn't necessarily kill them. I don't think it just like doesn't. They just can't grow do their shit. Exactly. Yeah. And whenever I went in, she was like, I mean, which is good that she told me all of the like severe side effects, but she's like, you have a higher chance of having an ectopic pregnancy, which is just like, if you were to get pregnant get with, pregnant a, with an IUD, it would be yeah. ectopic. Yeah. And there's also a chance that it will like embed in your uterus because your body's like trying so hard to reject it and expel it. <laughs> I'm just going to pray that my body would accept it, you know? Yeah, I think a it completely will. Foreign I think it has object. to. Like, yeah. Come on. Maybe if I, like, manifest enough that I love the IUD, it will just, yeah. like, nestle itself in there and make itself Get home. Get it so and not, comfy, like, cozy. In bed in the side, of, in the wall of my uterus, and then I have to go under general anesthesia and get uh, surgery to take it out. So that would be good. And, you know, so this is what's so crazy is, like, Hannah's telling me all this. She calls me on the phone to be like, guess what the fuck <laughs> I am going through. And I'm like, bitch. Because I already know it's, it's ass. But then yeah. she comes out here and she's telling me she has to literally take up an abortion pill and right. she can't even get the abortion pill because Roe v. Wade and like all this shit. So we're talking on the phone and I hang up and Nathan was right there and I was like, guess what? So I tell Nathan everything and he's like, Jesus, like she's going to do all this just to be off the pill. And I look this motherfucker dead in the eye and I'm like, yeah, King, like, yeah, this is the point. Like right. we're fucking fed the fuck up. Yeah. We're trying to look for other options. And this is worth it. That's what's yeah, so fucking crazy. Yeah, this is like crazy. the cost of another is, option. This is literally worth it, overtaking a pill for forever, which you're not even right. supposed to take for more than what, like three years? You're not even, even supposed to take the pill for yeah. more than three years. Like It's so unspecified and so vague, but like, I just want to see who I am without literally. hormones. Can literally. I just see? And, and that's, I think, the other thing is like, I've been fully off like birth control for like now like a few months like what yeah what has it been like four months and maybe? you're the happiest Three you've months? ever been are you not i'm living bitches like <laughs> i can feel things again i'm not yeah. kidding like she's painting you guys i painted something <laughs> but i'm being dead serious when i say like i used to feel fucking nothing i hated yeah. everything i didn't like music i didn't like it I, I feel like a fucking woman and i'm not yeah. scared to be a fucking woman anymore and like this to me is a hundred bajillion percent worth it. Like, yeah, I don't want to get pregnant, but I want to experience my 20s as a human being knowing who I am. Yeah. And if that means that I'm off the fucking pill, then so fucking be it. But right. it is. It's a very scary time to be off the pill. And I'm very, 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 very lucky that I have a man like Nathan who, if I were to get pregnant, he would one, support me in anything that I decided to do, but two, yeah. he would be a great father. And right. that's something that I know a lot of people out on the town don't have the option right. of. And a lot so, more privileged than... Yeah. So I do feel like a lot more comfortable in that decision, but yeah. it just, it sucks to like only have that as an option. Yeah. True. <sighs> Fuck that shit. Speaking of men. Um, yeah. I have been doing a little research into male birth control because I think there has been... I, know, I saw a lot of people posting on their Instagram story that there was, like, a birth control option for men. And basically, the pill just passed the first clinical trial, which is really promising and exciting, but we're definitely not in, like, the end game zone for that. Yeah. But it's called DMAU, dimethyladrolone underconoate. <laughs> yeah. But it's basically, it's a once a day pill and it suppresses the two like types of male hormones, the full, 
Why does it say male hormones? The follicle stimulating hormone, they have that? And the luteinizing hormone? I don't know. I thought those were female hormones, but maybe a lot of the stuff men is like have the them same too. thing. So maybe men have them too. But it says, yeah, it, it basically suppresses the two types of male hormones. And then it also simultaneously decreases the production of testosterone and sperm without causing symptoms of low testosterone. So um, beautiful. It is ideal for the situation because that's been a big fear, I think, for men is that, like, they're going to – if they have a lower sperm count, which normally coincides with low testosterone, then they're going to, like, lose all their manly qualities and God forbid, you know? Right. And so, yeah, it went through the first clinical trial and some of the side effects for the men were acne, headaches, mild erectile dysfunction, reduced sex drive, tiredness, and then a weight gain of five pounds or less. Easy breezy cover girl. this to me is so funny because, not funny, it sucks. I feel for you. But I, the only reason I feel for you is because I've been through that 10 times, like to the moon and back, you know? Like every single woman has gone through, I would say just about every single one of those. I've experienced mild erectile dysfunction myself. Yeah, my dick is so flaccid. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mildly, you know? Mildly, yeah. Mildly. But no, seriously, like, that's all the yeah. exact same symptoms that women have. So I feel like it's not, like, I'm sorry you're going through it, but, like, let's have some, like, you know, let's have some evenness to some it. Stamina, like, y'all got to yeah. go through it now because we've been through it. Right. And the weight gain of five pounds or less, that's so funny. When I got on my first birth control, she told me I was going to gain 25 pounds. Oh, my God. And I was like, awesome. Awesome. That's I'm like excited. a teenage girl's worst nightmare. Yeah. She's like, yeah, get ready, bitch. Oh I don't think God. I gained that much, but I definitely gained weight. Um, But yeah, so that is that is one option. On It's not on the market yet. None of them are, but it is exciting. And then another one that Hannah told me about, and I think I have heard about this one, is the ball jacuzzi. And so men spread eagle and they put their ball sacks (laughs) in this little cup of water. But it's like an ultrasound thing, like system. And they put their little testicles in there and they leave them in there for a few months and it it hypes up the like temperature internally and it basically like makes you not produce sperm, right? For a a certain period of time. It kind of like microwaves them with like ultrasound waves and the water carries the ultrasound waves. And then the the sperm are like immobile for like six months. Six months? Yeah, like a long time, up to six months. Yeah, so So it's, it's really, it's fucking cool as shit because if it works, like that's like literally the easiest fucking thing. If I could put my balls in a jacuzzi and be child free- are you kidding? It's not on the market yet. It's only been used in animals right yeah. now, but hopefully that will make I hope the rats are the enjoying market. their little ball jacuzzi, though. I'm sure Imagine they're not. Imagine a little tiny rat putting their ball in a jacuzzi. Also, from experience, working with rats yeah. in a lab, their balls are so fucking big. Like, really? Legitimately, Ew, don't like, say drag that. on the ground. Please don't yeah, say that. Sorry. I just can't help myself but the website for this little contraption it's called Cozo c-o-s-o and it was made by a woman her name is oh what is her name rebecca weiss so absolute queen um but i thought it was so interesting because they talk about like how it works and the design process for it and one of the things that she says on the website is new technologies only work if they are accepted by users in society and it goes into just how the reason male birth control isn't fucking out here and accessible is because people aren't getting behind it. Like, yeah. And that goes for all science and everything. Like, it just, 
it sucks so much because it makes you realize that like it's not that there isn't the technology for male birth control it's that it doesn't matter how many women are suffering with their own birth control if men aren't out here advocating to get birth control for themselves like it's not gonna happen and so it's really interesting and like she's saying like her idea is really great and if it works in humans it would be Mm life-changing but if men aren't out here being like yeah I'll stick my balls in a jacuzzi it's not gonna happen and so I just think it's very interesting it's really sobering and kind of frustrating but if you know we get more fucking men out here advocating for some options for them which I get is not ideal because they're out here like of course they don't want to do something that they have never had to do and never had to think about. Like, why would they yeah. do that? It's because they it would have to come from a level of respecting us and feeling bad for us having to deal with, you know, female birth control this whole time. And so I feel like with everything going on with, you know, Roe v. Wade and realizing that, you know, it's 100% up to women to make sure that they don't bring an unwanted child into this world. Like, yeah. maybe we need a little help from some fucking men because they're yeah. half the issue. Yeah, we need we need the need from them. Yeah, they as need a whole. to need it. And they and need to need it. I saw like whenever Roe v. Wade was passed, there was like all this stuff going around about how like we need to stop having sex with men. Like we need to just stop letting them have sex with us unless they get on birth control or they do something for themselves. Yeah. And like a lot of talk has been the vasectomy and we'll you'll touch on that in a second. Yeah. But like I thought it was very empowering to think of like, oh my God, like we could literally just like stop having sex with these men and like it would change their mind because all of a sudden right they don't have access to women like they always have and always think they will and like that's the only fucking power we have which sucks is like our fucking bodies but it was interesting to me and I was like mad that I was in a relationship so I couldn't you know get out there and stop having sex with people right but I but don't that know. sucks too because like it affects what like I don't know yeah there's, it's, just, it's there's still not the woman's a responsibility. solution but I know what you mean is that like I mean obviously that's not the ideal solution but it just does say something about the fact that I truly believe that that would change it would the mainstream and like that sucks that it comes down to blackmailing with our own bodies like that's right. fucking weird and yeah. that's not actually what I want to do and now we're out here like still going through this shit still having to like advocate for ourselves going back in time and it's like if they don't get the picture soon like we're not gonna get male birth control because i'm mad like we're not gonna get male birth control because girls are tired of taking birth control like right it has to come down to him being fucking pissed off for me yeah and going and advocating for new technology like yeah and i think almost like I I wouldn't say it's a cop-out because I think people are just uneducated about it, but I think especially with everything with Roe v. Wade that's been going on, I've seen so many people post about how all men should have vasectomies and that vasectomies are the answer and that men need to take charge and get vasectomies and then have them reversed if they want to have children. And Mm -hmm. then like that is the only way. It's such an easy way. It's like a snip snap done and done type of situation and I also believed that for so long and I was like vasectomies are the answer this is going to be our answer me and Hannah had a full-blown intervention with our significant others yeah I was like straight up like you better fucking do this like I was and we were gonna do it like we literally were and then I started researching about it because we were literally so interested in it and then turns out that it like actually is a super duper permanent procedure like yeah first of all the doctor is not even going to give it to you if they even get a whiff 
that you want children because they Mm -hmm. know how irreversible it is. It is, the truth of the matter is that it is a very easy procedure to get. So if you're a man and you are confident that you never want children, this is a great like answer for you. And I obviously fully believe that. Like they take the little part of your ball that like carries the sperm and they cut it and then they clamp both sides. But in order to get it undone, you literally have to go under general anesthesia it's like a three hour long procedure. I literally watched one on YouTube. It was so incredibly gory. Like mm-hmm. it's a very long recovery. And even after all of that, which I feel like men would still be able to go through, should it be a hundred percent successful or even 90% successful. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that after each year, after you have a vasectomy, the chances of having viable sperm decrease. It's estimated that the success rate of a vasectomy reversal is 75% chance that you can still have kids if it's reversed within three years. But even after you get up to like nine years, there's only a 40% chance that your sperm would be viable. So yeah. like this is not a long-term solution. And like learning that, like the two things that like completely got me was that and realizing that like I don't want to have children for like 10 years. Right. And like it's not, after 10 years, like the chances are so low. And also as much as I shit on kids I still do not feel confident enough to look Nathan dead in the eyes and be like yeah I want you to get down to 75% possibility of us having children like I don't feel confident in that and then the second thing was it's so fucking expensive it's so expensive yeah it's not covered by insurance to reverse it and it's like $17,000 and not I was only like, that, but like the only other options to still have children if you have a vasectomy would be to do something like IVF yes, or yeah. to save your sperm, which first of all, the doctor is not going to approve your vasectomy if they know that you are trying to save your sperm, sperm to have yeah. a child because then they're like, oh, so you do want children. So you don't really want this procedure. Mm-hmm. And then also even storing your sperm is like ridiculously expensive. So like expensive. Literally rent. And then- to do IVF or artificial insemination, like any of those procedures, that is co- going to be completely out of pocket and that's going to cost you like 80 grand. I remember the fucking FaceTime call that we had where we were sitting there like vasectomies actually isn't an option. Yeah. We devastating. were so fucking devastated. Devastating. I, I think I cried. I was so mad because we're out here with this like narrative of like there is something that men can do and I want there to be something that men can fucking do yeah but there isn't like that isn't an option and I want to also touch on the fact that the reason it's not an option is probably because men aren't wanting a male birth control option right now so like I'm sure that there's a way for science to make this more effective reversibly or there is a way for like healthcare to cover but like that's not where we're at right now and yeah it is because there's not enough push for a male birth control option. And I feel like there's going to be even less of a push for it as long as we keep peddling this narrative that all men should get vasectomies and that they can yeah. be reversed so easily. Yeah. And that yeah. it's not a problem because it is. Like, yeah, I want to like scream it from the rooftops and have like some random man get a vasectomy because I'm mad. But right. like when it comes down to it, looking at someone that I deeply, deeply love in the eyes who I would potentially have children with in the future, like the option isn't there. And so I think that when it comes down to it, the option just isn't there at all. And yeah, I I think it just, yeah, it just fucking sucks because... I mean, I think that's definitely what we'll do whenever we're like done having children. Like oh, I'm not 100%. against it at all. And I think it is a great solution for men who are 
sure that they don't want to have children in the same way that sterilization or like getting your tubes tied for women is a great option if you are 100% sure. Yeah, but, like, but it's not a temporary option. In our, like at our age, in our lifestyle, I just don't know what I'm going to be like in 10 years or if I'm going to want to have children or not. And I don't want to like not Completely have that option. cut that off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, in the same way, I'm not completely set on having children and saving the sperm and doing the whole exactly. thing in that yeah. way. Like, I don't want to also do that. So it's like, right. there just isn't an option. So that was a, that was a tough pill to swallow. Hate to bring the mood down with the vasectomies talk, but we definitely so, did our fair share of research. Yeah, we did. So those are like most of the non-hormonal, obviously we didn't talk about condoms, but we all know what those are. I mean, that's that's it, ladies. We have covered every single type of birth control out there. And I would say there's still not a good option. So if anything... We didn't talk about celibacy. Oh, you're so right. Abstinence. Guys, be celibate. Be <laughs> celibate. Kidding. Yeah. Pick, pick what's best for you. They all suck dick. And they all suck. Like, they really do. Like, and with the IUD, the copper IUD, like, I think what it's going to come down to is that, like, I'm just going to become so fed up that I'll just end up getting that, even though I absolutely do not want to. Also, like, your periods would, like, probably eat you alive. Which I just completely forgot about, which I'm actually not going to do that because I cannot have a worse period than I have now. Right, because your period even now literally makes you want to die. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's so crazy. And it's, it's That's so why, like, I'm literally even privileged to be able to have this procedure where, first yeah. of all, I literally have to fist myself with a vaginal pill. Yeah. Then I have it's to have pleasant. a medical abortion. Yeah. Then I have to go in and get the IUD procedure, which we all know. They literally, they grab your cervix with a tenaculum, which is like two scariest fucking metal, like, um, tooth pinchers. On yeah. Pinchers. On either side to hold your cervix still. And then they measure it with a giant tube and then they stick an IUD. And that's just beginning your mm-hmm. bleeding and your cramping and your body trying to expel it. For, and it's for really, what they say is like three years. They say the yeah. first three years are like the hardest. Three years? The first three years are the hardest. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyways, yeah. I, I'm going to keep you guys updated. And obviously, I'm going to take you along for the journey. I'm thinking I should record... My a face video. when I get. Can I come? Do you think I could come? I was going to ask them if someone could come. Would Dude, you come I'll just be me? your girl. Uh, then why or do you need it? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I feel like they would say no, but. I don't know. I think. Just I ask. definitely have to have someone drive me. Like, obviously, Colton was like, oh, I'll drive you. I'll do whatever. But like. Yeah. I've also, how much so does it cost? Of we haven't talked about like, that. Yeah, my friend almost fucking I think out, it's going to be car. covered by insurance. Oh, good. But women have been using the, the copper IED for forever. That's the other thing. It's like, it's like one of the oldest forms of birth control. So. How fucking crazy is that? And oh, this was what I was going to say. This whole time I've been sitting here being like, oh, okay, I just have to wait for science to catch up. Like I just right. have to wait for science to come in. Like we are on the cutting right. age. It, it is 2022. 2022. Surely like we are going to be out here creating male birth control. Like it's not fucking happening, guys. There's I mean, not it, even it's kind one. of happening, but there's not even one. And we're not even, I mean- we have men complaining about erectile dysfunction. I'm sorry, mild erectile dysfunction. <laughs> it's not happening. It's, it's not, not going to happen. 
because it's not about us. And then we have Roe v. Wade going back. So like, guys, like we are, we are, we are not on the cutting edge like we thought we were. And so we just need to get some men to get fucking pissed off and loud and like actually give a shit. And, um, I don't know how to do that because I'm at my wits end. Yeah. Well, we love you girls, and Hopefully I hope you is... stay safe out there, <laughs> combating Roe v. Wade one IUD at a time. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> the fact that you have to have an abortion to get, get birth, birth control. control, and the fact that they said no the first time, they were like, "Yeah, this isn't allowed." Oh god. Like what the fuck? She's like texting the fucking. The pharmacist, she literally was. She's like like, in the room in dead silence and she's like furiously emailing someone or like she's putting something in the script. I know it's illegal, but like it's for the greater good. Like literally. And she was like, I just don't want the doctor to get in trouble because like we've had a lot of issues with this. Right. Like like, you're on the verge of getting sued. Like maybe you shouldn't even be talking about this on the podcast. I know, right? Luckily, I don't think it's as many pills as you would have to take to have like a full on abortion abortion so hopefully i won't have that many symptoms of an abortion but even whenever i I was picking (laughs) whenever i was picking it up because the gynecologist said i wasn't gonna bleed and then i'm picking it up from the pharmacy and she was like so have you heard about this medication you know how they do the little consults and i was like no i've never taken it before but like the doctor said that i shouldn't bleed or anything right i just want to make sure that like it's just it would just be like contractions right and she was like I would think that there would probably be some blood. And I was like, okay. Jesus fucking Christ. Anyways, I cannot wait to hear about it. My appointment's on August 2nd, so it won't be for a minute, but... That's the other thing is you can't get in to get it done. Right, exactly. She was like, you don't... There's a backlog. There literally is. That's funny. That's fucking funny. Hmm. But we'll be back next week to talk about something much more lighthearted. I promise. Yeah. And if but there's any men listening, I just really... Mm, stick your balls in that jacuzzi. Stick your balls in a jacuzzi and, and think about what we're talking about. We need some, <laughs> we need some men on our side. Okay. Anyways, love you guys. Love. Bye. Bye.